The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, Jesus. It's me, Emma. I don't know where I am. Uh, uh, we had to stop. Uh, well, long story short, I ate some Mexican food earlier, some weird tortilla shit. And it's not going well, Jesus. It's not going well at all. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, anyway, Jesus. So we did this, uh, a lot of Mexican food and shit. And uh, the fucking interns got the bathroom and the RV clogged up. So I'm sitting here in, like, a fucking outhouse in the middle of fucking Mexico. I mean, there's nothing. It was like I saw a couple cows, I think, and that was it. There's fucking nothing out here, Jesus. I've been stuck in this goddamn outhouse for like 45 minutes. All of the cell phone I have gets an incredibly good reception. Anyway, it's a, it's it's really bad. This I don't know what the fuck was in that tortilla, Jesus. But it's like the worst fucking thing ever. Oh my god, Jesus. Oh. Anyway, uh, don't, uh, they told us not to drink the water, uh, that's, that's probably a good idea, because, uh, you shouldn't fucking eat the food either, holy shit, this chemo suave thing, uh, Jesus, this is fucking killing me, I don't think I'll make it back, stupid little bald fucking Mexican intern, he shouldn't end up in goddamn Mexican ass rape prison to begin with, Jesus, I don't see how that's my fucking problem, anyway, this is, uh, St. Peter reporting from an outhouse somewhere in Mexico, it's really bad, Jesus! Uh, it's really bad, Jesus! Don't get the fuck out of here! I wanna find this dumb little bastard! Oh, this is kinda cool. Stone. You can put your weed in there. Stone is Jesus. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's Mike Greg, you're a prune tang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words... Or my shit. Welcome, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, boy. What a rough start. Hold on. I'm having uh, earphone. I see earphone. Headphone issues. God damn it. As you can see on the video version of the show, if you, if you watch me struggle with this fucking equipment. <laughs> I'm getting nothing on these motherfuckers. 
Nothing. Oh, there we go. There's something. There's almost something. I thought. Maybe. Could have been. Well, not could have been. It was. No, oh, these motherfuckers aren't working. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> Let me try these motherfuckers. <coughs> Oh. Oh, hey, I hit it. I hit it and it worked. Wow. You know. Fuck. I've had some bad starts to this fucking show, but, uh. I don't know. About this. This is pretty bad. Anyway, enough of the fucking music. It's done. Stop. For how to stop it. There we go. <laughs> anyway, as I said, uh, a bit of a rough start for the show. Welcome, everybody. Got a fucking hair in my mouth. God damn it. Well, if you get the video version of this show, you are getting a treat today. <laughs> oh, man. But if you're getting the free version of the show, thank you. Sternjesus.net, Stitcher, CanvasRadio.com, iTunes. All of those places. Welcome to the show. The Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. Get the video version of the show on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash sternjesus420. Please consider supporting the show. As you can tell, I have some problems. Just, just a little. Just a little bit of equipment trouble. But that's nothing new for the show. It has character. At least that's what I keep telling myself. I'm on Twitter at SternJesus420. You can get a hold of me there. You can email me, SternJesus420 at gmail.com. You can also find us through Facebook. There's a SternJesus page, facebook.com slash SternJesus420. Or, of course, if you're a hardcore fan of the show, and let's face it, why wouldn't you be? Search Disciples of Jesus on Facebook. It's our group for the show. Disciples of Jesus. Search it. On the Facebook, as you can see, I had um, had some equipment problems uh, to begin with, and it, it transitions nicely into the first thing I want to talk about, which is a transition period for the show. See how many times, times I can use the word transition. This is a definitely a weird time for the show. First of all, I transitioned into video broadcasting, which I swore for many years I would never do, because I didn't think anybody would be interested to be honest, I still don't, I'm looking at it right now, I don't see why people are interested. Other than what just happened at the beginning, with me, not my headphones not working, me slinging the first pair, and then hitting the mixer and getting the second pair to work, I don't know. That might be worth five bucks a month right there. But really, I never saw the point. I always liked radio. I liked radio. I liked having to think about what was going on. Theater of the mind, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But now everything's video. There's time is passing me by. That's the best way to put it. That's how a radio person would put it <laughs> from the 1940s. But I always liked radio. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a radio show. That's still what I want to do. A radio show. But that shit doesn't work anymore. Everything's video, Facebook, YouTube, all of that. Patreon. Thank you, Patreon people who are watching this. 
and that's fine. You know, I've, I'm not going to sit here and say I've never adapted things on this show. I've adapted a shit ton. I've gone through a lot of transition periods, a lot of ebbs and flows, ups and downs, ins and outs of your mom. Ha! Whatever you want to call it. And this is another one of those times. This is the 19th video show we've done, hence the name uh, or the title, Chapter 1, Verse 19. So there's 19 shows now up on Patreon if you're a Patreon subscriber. And they're all video. You know, I mean, there, there were some tech issues or some, you know, and you can watch you know, as we watch videos or, or put up pictures or if I want to show you a tweet or something or anything. I can show you anything. Uh, like this. Look at this. Hold on. Look at that. How dope is that? But anyway, <laughs> was that worth five bucks a month? I don't know. You have to spend the five bucks a month to be the judge. <laughs> but if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get all the video shows. And that's cool, I guess. You know, again, new times, got to adapt, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And <clears throat> that's that's what I deal with. And I've always dealt with the technical issues and the, and the different things. I've dealt with, you know, recording like we do now as opposed to doing a, a live show and getting a live interaction, which is... One of the things I miss from the beginning of the years of the show was the live interaction. People were still into sitting down and listening to a show live. We were, uh, it turned out that the last remaining years of that, because now it's on demand, you know, whether it's Netflix or, you know, your cable on demand or Hulu or the internet, it's a lot. It's all on demand. You watch the podcast, of course. And there's always that on-demand element. It just got much bigger. And I saw the stats go from 20% people listening live and 80% listening on podcast to half a percent listening live and 99.5% listening on podcast. I saw the demographic shift. I saw the, the, the switch from people listening on a computer to the mobile device. I saw that happen in real time. That's fine. Some of it was surprising. Some of it wasn't. But it's led to a lot of transitions for the show, and it's led to the loss of the live interaction. And that bums me out. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. It was one of my favorite parts of the show. It just doesn't exist anymore. you know. And if you notice podcasts these days, even podcasts that do generate a lot of live listeners, obviously, they don't reference it at all. There's no interaction. There's no nothing. So for all intents and purposes, live interaction with shows is fucking dead. I mean, they have like Q&As on Facebook now and ask me anything on, you know, Reddit. And that's great. But it's not the way it used to be and it's never going to be. So here we are, a recorded video version. I put the, the audio version free on the site. I record the video, put it up for the Patreon subscribers. And that's the way things are now. In two years, it may be completely different. I don't know. One thing I've learned is I'm not going to predict this shit. I'm not good at it. But... Where we go from here, I'm not sure. I would like to find a way to regain the live audience. If our Patreon audience gets large enough, I can start doing like YouTube live streams on there. And since people pay for it, they may be more likely to come watch it live um, to get to feel like they, you know they're getting that reward. Because what what a reward it is. <laughs> but in any case, I'm. I'm out of ideas as far as that goes. I continue to go with the flow, as I always do. So here I am on video. 
Why? Because that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do to reach an audience. You know, I cut out clips and put them on Facebook and people watch those and so on and so forth. And they come watch the show or listen to the show. All of that. And that's wonderful. But uh, where the show goes from here, I don't know. I'll take it week by week. Come back next week to, see what, to find out what the fuck happens. I may be gone. I don't know. I may have thrown all of my headphones. I won't be able to hear what's going on. God damn it, I got a fucking hair in my mouth. Bugging the shit out of me. Do you see, see me sticking my fucking finger in my mouth? You got the video first on the show. <laughs> Trying to find an elusive hair that I think is, is there. I don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. Anyway, so of those of you, the fucking long, <laughs> the short point of the long story is thank you all for sticking with us through all this. How have you listened to the show? Whether well, it's the free version, I don't care. You want to watch the video? Great. Thank you very much. I, I definitely appreciate it. And uh, maybe Patreon is the future of the show. So well, it's slow going, but maybe something else is. I don't know. You know, I'm always talking with other people about opportunities to get in the show in front of more people. It looks like it's going to, have to be video wise, which eh, I'm ambivalent at best about. But it is what it is. We march forward to the tough life of a podcaster. There'll always be a podcast at some point of, of some kind, I would imagine. If I have to sit and just record shit on my phone, post it. I don't care mind why that's happening, but in any case, we're not going anywhere. Still, well, just a different time, different time, different a uh, uh, path, whatever. In any case, in any case, moving on. Uh, make sure you go check out the Marijuana Times show. I host that. MarijuanaTimes.org. The videos are there. You can share them. Whatever. Or don't. No big deal, man. I'll tell you what to do. Just, you know, but go do it. Seriously. <laughs> also, um, I mentioned the Patreon video show. There's a lot of other rewards up on Patreon. I'm going to get, I got a lot of shit to go through to get to a point where I can start adding to the archives again. Uh, I had a problem with the computer, the houses, all of those files. I got to get those files off the computer, which is a pain in the ass. I've not got around to, uh, doing yet so that's that's all coming now uh, we're talking about a lot today we got the church stern jesus coming up i have a sermon it's gonna be tough for some of you to hear but you know fuck you <laughs> you know what people don't hear tough things anymore i'm gonna save that for the sermon and again confessions we used to be one of the best parts of the church stern jesus but without the live interaction i can't figure out how to do that but that's something i'm also going to try to hit Try to, to, to figure out, to learn, to, to get, to in, reintegrate into the show, to get back in to the show, the confessions. We will have the traditional reading of Psalm 420 from Stern Schizo. We also have a fancy football update. Spoiler alert, it is not going well for our hero, which is me, if you didn't know. I've had a rough patch, uh, mainly due to my indifference and busyness with other things and not really paying attention, uh, that has been costly in the fantasy football realm <laughs> in the Stone Ballers League. We'll check in with that and some odd stories as well, including an eight-year-old girl who stole her mom's car. You're right, that's right. Apparently that's the thing that happened. Uh, but first before we go to break, real quick, because there's so much in the news and 
I have a different opinion on this, and my opinion has evolved over the last couple of years. I'm going to talk about net neutrality. Just I'm not going to get into a long-winded thing about it. There's videos and people I can direct you to to get more in-depth in this. But I want to point out a couple of things. First of all, a couple of years ago, I was mostly for net neutrality. It sounds like a good idea. You know, you don't want uh, an internet service provider throttling, uh, this is a fucking stupid word, but and oh, well, overused more than stupid. You don't want them slowing down internet speeds for certain areas of the internet, increasing speeds, making you pay for better, you know, speeds or whatever. You don't want corporations controlling the internet. But the alternative is that the government controls the internet. That's what net neutrality is the government treats the net as a, a public utility and basically tells it tells private companies what they can do, what they can't do, what they can charge, what they can't charge for certain products and services. At the heart of all of my political philosophy, I'm against that. The government telling private companies what they can charge for services rendered. And the reasons for that are obvious. It doesn't work. You have to have prices. Again, you can look up, you know, what prices do for economy and how central planners, you know, they can't get prices right. Hayek, etc. So that's my number one problem. I always tell you tell myself, well, the internet's different. The internet's different. But you know what? The internet's not different. It's more advanced. It's very important. All of those things. But And this goes into the sermon I'm going to talk about next. Just because something is important in the next segment. Just because something is important doesn't mean it should be government-controlled, first of all. There's even more reason for it not to be government-controlled. But it also doesn't mean that it's going to be a set price or a low price or it's going to be free. That's not how prices are figured out. That's not how prices come to be. Prices come to be through supply and demand. And it has to be done with the government out of the way. Now... I see a lot of people, most people agree that net neutrality should be in place. They want the Internet treated like a public utility, and they want the government to tell private companies what they can charge and what they can do with their services. Because the Internet is just that important. That's an important enough thing where we have to have the government tell private companies what to do. Now, the argument for this, of course, is, well, if internet service provider, well, let me give you an example. This guy tweeted, um, I'm paraphrasing. I could have brought it up, but pulled it up or whatever, but lazy. He tweeted, well, imagine this. Imagine this, this world. I guess he's trying to scare people without net neutrality. Verizon owns Yahoo. Let's say your internet service provider is Verizon and they own Yahoo and they want you to go to Yahoo as opposed to Google. So what are they going to do? They're going to make Yahoo free to go to, and they're going to charge you if you want to go to Google. I know. The horror, right? I thought a couple things immediately, and I thought more things about this since then. But here's the main parts. First of all, so fucking what? If Verizon says you can go to Yahoo for free, but I'm going to charge you five bucks a month if you want to use Google. So fucking what? If you go to a restaurant, it has unlimited breadsticks. And next time you go there, they say, we don't have unlimited breadsticks anymore. Now we're going to charge you $5 for these fucking breadsticks. What are you going to do? 
Well, one, you're either going to pay for the fucking breadsticks. Two, you're not going to have the breadsticks. Three, you're going to go somewhere else and either not pay or pay for breadsticks. Now, yes, I know the argument. The Internet's much more important than breadsticks. And that's fine. But again, importance does not mean you should get it for free or for a set price or the government should determine the price. One does not lead to the other. And the other argument against that, of course, is, well, what if they're the only place with breadsticks in town? Then you get no breadsticks. You get no Google. Okay, fair enough. Now, this argument falls apart in places where I am, like urban areas. I can name five Internet service providers right now. If one pisses me off, I go to the other one. They piss me off, I go to the next one. And so on. Now, the argument for net neutrality is, and I'm not saying it's a terrible argument, but here's the problem with it. First, let me give you the argument. In a lot of rural areas, areas of the United States, there's one, maybe two internet service providers at best. So if Verizon is the only game in town and they're going to make you pay for Google, what do you do then? Well, initially, you're either not fucking use Google or you're going to use Yahoo unless you want to pay for Google, in which case you're going to pay to go to Google. And I know Google's free now and the thought of paying five bucks a month for Google is crazy to people. But that's what happens. Things change. I just did a fucking 10-minute rant about it earlier in this segment about this show, about the Internet in general. Here's what else is going to happen. One, the Verizon customers in that area, if there's competitors and they want to use Google and the competitors are not charging for Google, a lot of them are going to leave and go to the competitors, which is going to hurt Verizon. Also, a lot of them are going to get online and bitch about Verizon, which companies are very susceptible now to, uh, to nowadays because of social media. So those two things are going to happen. But again, well, standard Jesus, what if there's no competition? What if there's only one, uh, one internet service provider? Okay, let's say you live in a bumfuck Tennessee and Verizon is it. And Verizon says, you got to pay for Google. And you say, fuck that, man. I went on Twitter and I bitched at them and I left them a bad review on Yelp and fuck Verizon. I'm not going to use their goddamn... Uh, I don't want to use Yahoo. I want to use Google. Okay, so that's, is that the end of it? Of course not. Because here's the main point and the main reason I changed my mind about net neutrality. Profits bring investment and innovation. You know what's going to happen when Google catches wind of the fact that Verizon is charging people and locking people out from their fucking uh, website in bumfuck Tennessee? Guess what's coming? Cell towers. Yeah. Nothing will increase the supply of Internet service providers and the number of Internet service providers than removing barriers and allowing them to profit off of building cell towers in bumfuck Tennessee. Nothing will bring increased supply to the rural areas faster than this. Google themselves, if they have to, they'll build the fucking towers themselves. You think they're just going to sit there and say, well, Verizon's got us. They got us. There's nothing we can do. Of course not. Competition will come. Investment will follow the, the, the availability of profits. It's a basic economic fact. And that is the, the heart of the problem with allowing the government to control these things and tell these companies what to do. There will be no innovation. You know how school buses uh, look the same for 40 fucking years? That's what the internet looked like. 
The internet today will be the same internet you're using in 20 years. You're like, well, this, this is kind of shitty. What the fuck, man? Well, if these big companies who love net neutrality, by the way, they're all for it. If these big companies don't have competition, well, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Verizon can already has already has politicians on their fucking payroll. They can have them give them any favors they want. Of course, they want net neutrality. All the big companies love regulation. They want the doors closed behind them, so they're it. Net neutrality means no more companies. That's it. Because why would you get into the business when the government's going to tell you how much to charge, and that determines whether or not you make a profit, not your competence or, or anything else. The government will tell you how much of a profit you're going to make and if you're going to make anything at all because, you know, you've got to pass all these hurdles to get in. Big big tech companies love net neutrality. Big companies everywhere love regulations because it keeps out their smaller, more nimble, more customer responsive, better competitors. Like I said, I understand, you know, the, you know, I'm, I, you know, Verizon's pissing me off, but they're the only ones I can get to. Well, it won't be that way for long. And the alternative is worse. Under net neutrality, no company has a, a reason to come save you. Verizon will always be the only one uh, in bumfuck Tennessee because why would anybody else come out there? They can't do anything different than what Verizon's doing. They can't set themselves apart from Verizon. They're not going to be able to make any money. So what's the point? Why are they going to build a tower out there and give you more choice? Because in the end, that's what it comes down to. The only thing that lowers prices is competition. Not government, not bullshit fantasies. Competition. Increased supply to meet increased demand will keep costs from rising. More competition drives down costs. More competition keeps uh, people like uh, companies like Verizon from saying, well, I'm going to charge you for Google. Because then if Google has a um, Google just come in and say, well, fuck that. Uh, we're going to charge. We're going to give you Google for free. Uh, we're going to give you a discount if you use Google on your new, your next uh, Pixel uh, 17 purchase, where the fuck the, the new phone is. And uh, we're going to charge you $9 a month to use Yahoo. And from there, they ballot it out. The opportunity for profit brings in more companies, brings in more competitors, more towers, more access to the Internet. And isn't that what we want? More access to the Internet? That's what will bring costs down. I don't know. A lot of people disagree with me, but um, profit brings innovation and investment. And it's the only thing that does. Not government edicts, not wishing, not feelings, just straight up profit. I know it's a bad word. People hate it. Oh, Oh, I hate it. But everything, every material thing you have is because profit exists. You wouldn't have an iPhone. You wouldn't have a car. You wouldn't have an air conditioner. You wouldn't have a house. It's because profit exists. You wouldn't be able to go to the, the grocery store and see 800 different kinds of foods and buy them if you wish. None of that would exist without profit. And if you don't like profit, well, well too bad. Go fucking set up a hippie commune somewhere and you all can, you know, manse the family it up and share your your, your vegetables and, and grow a little fucking uh, garden and, and share and be communal and all that. That's great. Good for you. Bye. I'll stay here. Where profit 
brings incentives for innovation and increased supply and increased investment. And again, besides all that, I don't the fucking government controlling the internet. When they tell companies what they can do, the companies that, that control access to the internet, the companies that run the internet, well, then that invites the back and forth. Because now the companies, well, they're controlled by the government. Well, now they have reasons to buy the people in government. Because the government has so much power, well, we want to buy those people that have the power so we can get things done our way. If you want to continue the cycle of, of corruption and, and the, uh, the, the marriage of government and big corporations colluding to keep out innovation, competitors, whatever, then go for it. A lot of people on the internet back like this is, I don't know. I mean, they don't think the steps, like the guy who tweeted, well, what if Verizon charges you for Google? Well, what if they do? What if the fucking Olive Garden start charges for bread, charging for breadsticks? Okay. If the internet's so much more fucking important than breadsticks, then guess what? More internet providers will come in. Will more breadstick makers come in? Will more people with unlimited breadsticks come? I don't know. Maybe you'll never have free breadsticks again. That's that's life. Shit isn't free. Your need. And again, we're talking about this in the next segment. I'm running fucking real long on this one. Your need doesn't equal a solution. There's a, at least one step in between. I say we'll get more into that into in, in the next segment. But, you know, if you want to learn more about the other side of net neutrality, the side you're not going to get on social media and from the big tech companies, it's so fucking weird. People will say, well, you know, if net neutrality was was repealed, then that's really good for the big tech companies. But the big tech companies are for it. It makes no fucking sense. Why would they be for it if the opposite would help them? People don't ask these questions. Just like the guy with the Verizon tweet didn't ask the question. What if they do? People want to use Google, they'll leave, they'll go somewhere else. If they can't go somewhere else, they'll bitch about it and fucking suck it up for a little while. And people will hear that bitching and, and see dollar signs and think, well, we have a reason to, to, to do this. If not Google, which it would be Google in that case, uh, and probably other companies as well. Say, well, we'll, uh, we'll give you Google for three ninety nine a month. And then Google come in and say, well, I'll give you Google for $1.99 a month. Competition choice. No government control of the Internet. That's what I'm getting at. Stoner Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. Damn, that was a long segment. I was going to think that was going to be like five minutes. It was like 15. <laughs> really knocking the shit out of the park in bite-sized chunks. Church of Stoner Jesus, coming up also a fantasy football update and some odd stories. Coming up as well. Don't go nowhere, hoes. Hello everyone, Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome Stoner Jesus Show sponsor, Cannabis Seeds USA. Check out that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. Let me ask you a question. 
Do you live in a state where it's legal to grow? There's lots of them. There's dozens now, medical and recreational estates. Do you need seeds? Do you need seeds shipped in the U.S.? Well, check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. they got indoor and outdoor seeds. They have tons of strains. They have hybrid. They have sativa. They have indica. Everything you need. OG Kush, Shower Diesel, Grape Ape. they got single seeds. they got packs. Click that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. If you live in a legal state and you need seeds shipped in the U.S., you need to check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Go click their banner on stonerjesus.net and check them out. Cannabis Seeds USA. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Next to THC and CBD... You can now add CBR to your cannabis vernacular. CBR as in CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. they got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone. 
of Talk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good plot, that's bad plot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is the church that summer Jesus has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Recite your act of contrition and prepare to confess your sins to our Savior of the Weed at 1-347-414-WEED. Receive your reefer repentance now from the Church of Stoner Jesus. Yeah, I totally forgot that... Um... Welcome back, everybody, by the way. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. I forgot that that opening included the phone number for confessions. You don't bother calling that. It's not going to work. <laughs> kinds of fucking problems. During the break, uh, with my fucking headphones, I also realized there was a, a final point that I forgot to make about the net neutrality thing, and then we'll move on. Apply net neutrality to any other industry, and you'll see why it doesn't work. Take a uh, mail. You send mail, Right? Either do it one of three ways, post office, FedEx, or UPS. Some people, I guess, use DHL or some other you know, regional company or whatever, and that's great. But most people either go through the post office, uh, UPS, or FedEx. Now, if we apply net neutrality and the logic to the mail service we did, we would to the Internet, then there would be no two-day shipping. There would be no overnight shipping. There would be none of that shit. You wouldn't... You wouldn't be able to get express shipping. You wouldn't be able to get things there in two days. You have two days, two day Amazon Prime. Everybody would get their mail at the same time, the same slow time, whatever that is, a couple weeks, whatever it would be. But everybody would get their mail at the same time, and you wouldn't be able to pay more to get it there faster. It's the same, the same thing with net neutrality. You want a faster speed for something, or you know, use more bandwidth or whatever. You got to fucking pay for it. Just like you want something there in two days. You gotta fucking pay for it. God damn it. Fucking. Ugh. These headphones are not working at all. It's fucking pissing me off. But anyway, apply the logic of net neutrality to any other industry, and you see why it doesn't work. Now, it's time for the Church of Stern Jesus. These fucking headphones are so pissing me off. There's no rhyme or reason to when they work and when they don't work. Jesus Christ. It doesn't be so fucking difficult. Now, see, headphones. If I wanted better headphones, I could pay more money for better quality headphones, but I don't. I'm cheap, so I gotta fight with these $10 fucking headphones. <laughs> you want better quality, you want better service, you fucking pay for it. Don't bitch that you don't get it. Again, we'll play Psalm of uh, 420, the traditional reading of Psalm 420. Buy a schizo. Coming up, the first, the sermon. And this is kind of an extension on 
what I was talking about before with net neutrality. The basic, the short version of this sermon is you're not fucking entitled to anything. But I'll also give you the longer version. No matter what sad story you have, and we all have sad stories. I can sit here and give you a bunch about my life and, and so on and so forth. We all have sad stories, but it doesn't matter how sad your story is or how bad your plight is. You're not entitled to what another person has. You're not. You may have just lost all 16 of your kids and every possession you've ever owned in a helicopter accident. It does not entitle you to what others have. Doesn't matter what your need is. You're not entitled to make someone else fulfill that need. Ever, ever, ever. Under any circumstances. I know. You need health care. You need food. You need clothing. You need shelter. You cannot compel other people through the threat of possible violence to fulfill. Your need, you cannot compel them to fulfill your need at all. At all. You're not entitled to any product of their labor or their services or any of that. What they have is not a right to you. You don't deserve it. It's not your right. You're not entitled to it. That's it. It doesn't matter how sad your story is. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, well, that's heartless, Jesus. No, that's fucking life. Guess what? Buttercup, life's tough. I got problems. You see me petitioning the fucking government to take from someone who I feel has too much, like I can make that fucking decision, and make them give it to me because I need it. I need it because I say I need it. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. You're not entitled to shit from anyone for any reason. That's life. Now, for those of you who felt that that was too harsh, here's the second part of that. It's charity. Giving voluntarily to someone who has less than you because you feel they may need it. Well, that's one of the greatest things you can do as a human being. To voluntarily take part of what you have and what you made or what you created or what you earned and voluntarily giving it to someone who has less than you and who may need it more than you is one of the greatest things you can ever do as a human being. Like right now, I really fucking need a good pair of headphones. I'm about to break these in half. And if someone wanted to donate headphones to me, that'd be awesome. I'd be forever grateful. And it'd be one of the best things that, that, that you could do. It'd be your good deed for the day. But for me to say I need headphones, and that means other people should pay for it, well, that's not a thing. It's not true. As much as I'm annoyed right now, and as much 
is I would like to compel someone else to buy me a fucking pair of headphones or anything else that I need. That'd be great. I understand the allure of it. Yeah, it'd be great if other people would just take care of shit for us. Our bills, our responsibilities, shit like that. Yeah. And I know, well, some people say, well, some people are disabled. And, you know, they don't have this, they don't have that. And again, that's where the second part comes in. Charity. I know the big charities like the fucking Red Cross and are corrupt and Susan B. Coleman Foundation gives like uh, 10% of the fucking money actually goes to cancer research. The rest goes to their goddamn staff and salaries and all that bullshit. I understand all that. But it can be anything. It can be direct charity. It can be, uh, you know, a, a local charity. As much as we bash organized religion and for good reason on this show and have in the past... If you notice, in, t- in most towns and cities, most of the actual on-the-street charity work is done by either religious organizations or religiously affiliated organizations. Now, if you've been watching the video version of the show, you know I've been, uh, I've been fondling the headphone jack. Why? I don't know. I, some, <laughs> I'm sitting there talking, fondling this headphone jack, thinking, maybe if I just caress it, it'll work. I'll be able to hear... What the fuck's going on in my ear? That's a little better. I think it's heat. This mixer's getting really hot. I don't think that's a good either. <laughs> I don't think that's a good sign. So anyway, that's the two parts of today's sermon. You're not entitled to shit. I'm going to fuck how sad your story is. And charity. If you have an abundance if you make a lot of money, giving is one of the greatest things you can do. But to use the government to force someone to give, you're fucking, you ain't moral points for that. It's bullshit. You don't get shit for that. You shouldn't even feel good about it. You didn't do anything. What the fuck did you do? You held a sign and said, oh, tax the 1%. Make them give money. Oh, I did something good today. No, you didn't. You didn't do shit. You give to charity. You don't force other people to give to what you think they should give to. You do it, motherfucker. Put down your dumb sign. Get a fucking job and give some money to charity. Give some money to the cause that you like. Well, here's bullshit if, like, you know, if, uh, well, if the government's not going to pay for birth control, that means they're taking birth control away from women. No, it doesn't. Pay for your goddamn condoms, you fucking bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? When did uh, taxpayers uh, become on the hook uh, because some woman wants to fucking not get pregnant? Why is that my problem? Get pregnant or don't, I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Buy some fucking birth control pills, you cheap fuck. Buy a fucking box of condoms. Uh, Buy some saran wrap and shove it up your twat. I don't give a fuck. I don't have to pay for your fucking birth control. Fuck you. You fucking lazy, entitled bitch. Like me saying, oh, I, I, I don't want to pay for condoms. I want to fuck everybody and come all up in their fucking guts. But I don't want to buy a box of fucking condoms. I think the government should do it. I think the government should buy my condoms. I think the government should buy my health insurance and give it to me. I think the government 
should buy my food, my clothing, and my shelter and give it to me as well. Those are things I need. And if the government doesn't pay for them, that means that I don't get them. I see these women, they act like they they don't know how to go to Walgreens or CVS or Walmart or any of the other places that sell birth control. It's fucking in spermicides and, and condoms and what's, what's the big deal with buying a condom? Guy comes over, he wants to fuck. Say, you don't gotta fuck, you're not fucking shit without a condom. Dumbass. You're a woman. You have the vagina. He wants the vagina. Say, look, you want the fucking vagina? Put on this fucking condom or get the fuck out of my house. Or I'll get the fuck out of your house. Or we'll get the fuck out of this hotel room. You're not fucking shit. But again, you're not entitled to anything. You're not entitled to a fucking thing. Why is this a hard concept? Why are we in a world where if someone's not buying it for you, that means they, they don't want you to have it and they're keeping you from getting it? I wish I had a, a big fucking steak right now. And because you're not paying for my steak, well, why don't you want me to have steak? Why don't you want me to eat? Why are you trying to starve me to death? Why? Why are you restricting my access to foodstuffs? Edible meats. I mean, I just go buy a fucking steak myself if I want a fucking steak so bad. I don't know. Again, another unpopular opinion in this day and age. Buy your own fucking shit. If you can't afford that fucking shit, I guess you don't fucking get it. You know who else does that happen to? Everyone in history. You realize till uh, just recently that most people in human history lived absolute shit, miserable fucking lives. Look at me. Look at me. I'm sitting in front of a camera doing a dopey fucking podcast for 14 people. <laughs> I'm bitching about my $10 headphones not working. God damn. Even people like me, even fucking hard-hearted assholes like me, we're... We're not grateful for this, this, the things we have. I don't know. It's my fault. You can't buy a fucking box of condoms. I don't know. <laughs> never heard. <laughs> never heard of spermicides. That sucks. It's rough. It's rough shit. But, um, you know, here we are now for the, before we're done with this Church of Stern Jesus, that's like a fancy, God, this is going long. Fancy football update and some odd stories. We'll get to those after the break and I'll wrap this up. But first, the traditional reading of Psalm 420 by Stoner Schizo, which I probably will not hear unless my headphones decide to work for uh, a minute and 24 seconds. <laughs> You're listening to The Stoner Jesus Show on stonerjesus.net. I'm Stoner Schizo, and I'm here to read you Psalms 420, written by me, Stoner Schizo. Stoner Jesus is my shepherd, I shall not want for weed. He maketh me toke up in pastures of green. 
He leadeth me beside the bubbling bong water. He restoreth my bag. He leadeth me in the paths of legalization for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of herb, I will fear no evil, for thou smokest with me. Thy bowl and thy bong, they comfort me. Thou preparest munchies before me in the presence of the popo. Thou anointest my head with cannabis oil, my bowl runneth over. Surely highness and munchies shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will toke on that smoke in the studio of Stoner Jesus forever. Amen. Amen. Yes. Psalm 420. Star All right. Let me get this break in and then go to um quick fancy football update because there's not. It's pretty straightforward what's happened. And some odd stories. Uh, we'll do those and more coming up. Star Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. Of course, free version of the show on sternjesus.net, campusradio.com, and other places. If you want the video version of the show and help support the show and help me spread the truth through uh, about co- cannabis through comedy, at least to my uh, approximation of it, my approximate attempts at it, then um, patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Stoner Jesus Show. We'll be back, yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, NextBardo.com. Check out that headshot banner on StonerJesus.net. They don't have just glass. They have a full line of smoking products, including wood pipes, metal pipes, Roll your own supplies, pouches, storage, grinders, dab bricks, water pipes, vaporizers, and more. An amazing variety. Check out nextbardo.com. That's N-E-X-T-B-A-R-D-O.com. Or simply click their banner on stonerjesus.net to check them out. There's free shipping on all domestic orders over $20. And free shipping and a free gift with orders over $50. They offer worldwide shipping. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. That's all one word. Stoner Jesus to get 10% off your first order at nextbardo.com. 21 and older, please. Click that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use discount code stonerjesus. Stonerjesus, all one word, and get 10% off your first order at nextbardo. Check them out, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about a great sponsor of the show, Corlore 420. Check out Corlore420.com, K-O-R-L-O-R-420.com. Or simply click that Corlore banner on stonerjesus.net. They have extraction filter bags that are 100% silk. Get no blowouts, higher yields, and a cleaner product. Plus, silk gives you a concentrate with the best flavor. It retains the terpenes and will preserve the richest of aromas. If you want the purest product possible, then silk is for you. Go check out Corlore. Click that Corlore banner on stonerjesus.net to check out their extraction filter bags. Make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS10. That's all one word, STONERJESUS and the number 10 
for 10% off of any purchase at CoreLore. No minimum purchase necessary. Click that banner on stonerjesus.net. Get to pressing. Get to extracting. Check out CoreLore and their banner on stonerjesus.net. And make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS10 to get 10% off of any purchase. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's EQUIO.io to sign up now. The power of real time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. The video version of the show, of course, patreon.com slash sternjesus420. The audio version, of course, always free at sternjesus.net, cannabisradio.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Spread the word, please, about sternjesus.net. Check out all the other great podcasts as well on cannabisradio.com. 
quick fantasy football update. Uh, as I said, it's not going well. You can see there if you have the video version of the show, Fremen Slayer putting quite the ass whooping on me this week. It's a 99 to 58. Right now, it's been made official yet, even though uh, both of our our teams have played all their games. So um, I will fall to five and seven. That'll be five straight losses. So at one point I was five and two. I was feeling pretty good about myself. You can probably check that out uh, on a couple, a uh, few podcasts ago. I was feeling good. Feeling good about what was going on with the uh, fancy football, the Stone Ballers League. <laughs> um, but I got to be honest, what happened was I just stopped paying attention. You know, other shit was happening and shit got backed up and, you know, life shit and work shit and, and other various things. We just launched the Marijuana Time Show. Just a lot going on. So I kind of neglected maybe switching out players who had buys or got injuries or whatever, and it did not. Well, the results are five straight losses, and uh, it's just not not going well. Go check out um, the standings, which uh not doing great. Epic days. They're nine and two. They've won nine straight. Good for you. You started 0 and 2. Off nine straight fucking wins. Uh, Dackstreet Boys, 8 and 3. Hide Your Stash, 8 and 3. And then uh, the rest of us, you know, back there bunched up. Lion Orange President, 6 and 5. Uh, Mike Check has fallen to 6 and 5. White Mike. Maybe, um, perhaps, same problem as me. Just uh, s- stop giving a shit. <laughs> it's really common. Uh, it's very common in fantasy football. It's very common in the show fantasy football leagues. And it's very common in any fantasy football league I've ever been in. Even in the years I was doing well, like real well. I was, I just, I mean, I went to the playoffs and all that stuff. And I just, uh, I stopped giving a shit. I think this is from uh, uh, three decades of being a follower of the Cincinnati Bengals. You're conditioned that when the weather starts turning cold, you stop giving a shit about football. It's just not a, it's not a thing you worry about anymore. So anyway, real quick, not real quick, but, uh, you know, quick enough because this show's gone forever. Odd news. This first story is from UPI.com. Again, you see these. If you uh, had a video version of the show, eight-year-old girl steals mom's car, leaves police on a cross-country chase. Eight-year-old Indiana girl will be facing charges after she stole her mother's car and led uh, police on a cross-country, cross-county, sorry, chase. Friday. That would have been a big story. According to reports, the unnamed girl went out shopping with her mother when she allegedly stole the vehicle. Police found her driving down a state road at speeds of up to 40 miles per hour. The girl refused to stop until police boxed her in. She eventually tried to park her car and hit a police department cruiser while doing so, (laughs) causing minor damage. Why did she try to park? I guess she thought that would, you know, That'd be good for her. Earn some brownie points. Uh, once the vehicle was fully stopped, the girl refused to come out. Police had to break the window and pull her out. She was taken into custody. It was not clear if uh, she or her mother will face charges. That's um, what's well, obviously a, a, a youngster with some serious problems. All, all of that points to serious problems. <laughs> I don't know. Why? Why? Anyway, um, oh, 
Hold on. No, don't do that. There we go. Some fucking... <laughs> I guess it was some... Uh, is this, this thing playing on Huffington Post? God damn it. Stop. Oh, I wasn't playing for you. I had the audio thing off. I knew I did that right. God. I shouldn't doubt myself. I thought you all could hear it. It was coming... It was coming through, but it's not. It's not on, so it wasn't getting to the air. God damn! So believe in myself. Come on, Stern Jesus, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, but anyway, now this is from Huffington Post. You'll see Santa's butt on a lot of ugly Christmas sweaters this year. Now, see, this is really where the uh, the video version of the show on patreoncom Jesus 420 comes in handy because you can see the actual the actual uh, sweaters like Santa butt crack you see there Santa's showing a little butt crack as he um, puts presents under the tree also now I might wear this a couple of these I would wear I would just totally fucking wear in public this is one of them Santa alien anal probe it's even fun to say Santa alien anal probe you can see it there Santa about to get probed by the aforementioned alien Donald Trump, huge Christmas. I don't know. I wouldn't wear that. Looks dumb. <laughs> beer pong. Shake this has a regular Christmas sweater with beer pong cups. There's little plastic red cups all over it. Looks not practical. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Santa breaks the internet. It's just Santa doing that stupid Kim Kardashian thing, which didn't break the internet. Nothing. It's not, it's not a thing. Breaking the internet. Next, uh, cornhole Christmas. Guy with the cornhole thing on the front of his sweater. I don't know. Seems a little not creative. Uh, face swap Santa. I don't know what that means. Fine people made the sweater. You can swap out Santa's face with a photo of yourself. Oh, okay. Now I get it. You can read a little bit. <laughs> read a sentence, maybe. <laughs> uh, whale tail Santa. Basically, a variation of the butt crack Santa. That's a whale tail. Uh, naughty Santa uh, getting whipped by like a mistress, Mrs. Santa Claus. I'd probably wear that. That's cool. Um, I would definitely wear this one. Ask your mom if I'm real. And it's got Santa winking. Definitely. Uh, this next one is send nudes. It's a Santa skating. The words send nudes on an ice rink. I don't know. Again, it's not. It's not the most creative thing in the world. Uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, I don't know. Rick and Morty and Santa. I only never watched that show before. I guess it'd be better if I had. Ranch dressing. It's just a generic bottle of ranch dressing on a Christmas sweater. <laughs> I would probably wear that. Just, just for people looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck is that? Kiss me under the mistletoe. As a, it's a woman wearing it with a uh, arrow pointing down to her vagina. Not very well. Kind of subtle, I guess. Cat pizza Christmas. It's cats on slices of pizza. One of which or the, a lot of them seem to be flying through space, I guess. Uh, Harry Santa has like, I don't know. He's getting on my nerves. How many of these motherfuckers are there? 
Santa Elf dual sweater. You have to wear with someone else. Uh, the Flash. Boy, these are really not doing well. Alf. An Alf Christmas sweater. I might check that shit out. Rolling Stones. No. Christmas R2-D2. Oh, maybe. Gingerbread Man lightsaber duel. That's not bad. I'd wear that. Monster Truck. Drunk Santa. Maybe. I'd wear a sweater with Santa smoking a bong. Anyway, I'm done with this. God damn it. Well, they really sucked me in there. That bullshit. <laughs> Last but not least. Story out of China. And, uh, well, I don't know. Let's just, uh, just look. Just look. Flipping lids. This is from Reuters. Chinese barber offers eyelid shaves. From Chengdu. China. Chinese street barber Xiang Gao definitely scrapes. I bet I nailed that fucking name. Scrapes a straight razor along the inside of his customer's eyelid. You should be very gentle, very, very gentle, said Xiong, who performs traditional eyelid shaves as roadside location in Chengdu, the capital of the southwest province of Sichuan. Customers swear by the practice. Customers swear by the practice of, quote, blade wash eyes. It is known in Mandarin, saying they trust Zhang's skills at the blade. No, it's not dangerous, says 68-year-old Shang Tian. My eyes feel refreshed after shaving, and I feel comfortable. So basically flips open your eyelids and shaves them with a straight razor and charges $12 per shave to take a straight razor to the inside of your eyelids. Uh, according to Ku Chao, an ophthalmologist who works at a nearby hospital in Chengdu, uh, the technique appears to unblock moisturizing, moisturizing sebaceous glands along the rim of the eyelid. He said patients will feel their eyes are dry and uncomfortable when the glands are blocked. When he is shaving, it is most likely that he is shaving the openings of these glands. So you stop in China, you stop here by the side of the road and get this man to take a straight razor to the inside of your eyelids. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Sounds perfect. Speaking of perfect, you motherfuckers are perfect. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 19. We'll be back next time with uh, another edition of the show. Obviously, whenever I feel like it, go check out the Marijuana Times show. Marijuanatimes.org. And, of course, you know, go follow on social media and all that stuff. Keep spreading the word about SternJesus.net. Thanks, everybody. And, of course, until next time. Peace, bitches.